Hello everyone and welcome back to a brand new video where today we return with episode 112 of your favourite Formula 1 show. Knowing Wheel heads to Miami this weekend. We've got the neon lights, uh, we've got the very interesting graphics uh, released by the Formula 1 teams and Formula 1 themselves. Uh, and of course I'm joined by a man who is no stranger to the neon lights, not so often in Miami. Maybe some other cities closer to home. Jamie183, how how are you doing, mate? I'm good. I'm very good, thank you. Uh, yeah, never been to America before. Um, but Miami, I don't know if we've got any fake water this year, but that would be... Uh, no, it's real. Oh, is it real water? Wow. Yeah. I can't wait for somebody to end up in that. Um, whether they're in a car or not, I'm not sure. But yeah, it should be a okay event. Last year, it was a bit of... It was, it was fun, but not not fully exhilarating. But we should wait and see. Yeah, going to be an interesting one this weekend as, of course, we head to Miami. But, you know, quick little bit of housekeeping as well uh, before we dive into this. Uh, th there's going to be a lot of podcasts over the next few weeks. So, you know, if you there's going to be a lot of videos if you're here watching on YouTube. So if you don't want to miss any of the shows, uh, make sure you go give us a follow on Spotify or our Apple podcast down in the uh, description uh, below. Uh, but, Jamie, I think the most exciting thing, wasn't it, we were looking forward to this week was Red Bull, of course, they're going to be running three custom liveries this year at all three US Grand Prix, aren't they? And we got the reveal of the first one. We have. And it is, it's nice, but it's not that different, which I don't think we expected anything hugely different. But mm, yeah. if you've not seen it, go, go search up a picture. It's basically the Red Bull livery with a few, like, three stripes that look a bit similar to the Mercedes Petronas stripes, but they're different colours. So... Yeah, it's it's okay. It's it's a, a fun little thing for Miami, I guess. And the stripes are the same color as all of the the events branding, which is quite a nice touch. The blue um, and purple. But I do feel like they uh, <laughs> they probably went through the list and were like, right, which of these uh, uses the least paint so we can save weight? Pretty <laughs> much that 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 was the vibe I was getting from it yeah. as well. I mean, hopefully, I mean, I want them to rock up to Kota later on in the year with rather than a bull, like a bold eagle on the engine <laughs> cover or something like that. that Just like fun. someone slaps it up with American flags and stickers and all that good stuff. Uh, that that would be quite cool. Uh, but yeah, that was kind of like the big excitement heading to the weekend. Of course, last time out, Baku. Eh, I think putting it lightly left a lot to be desired. Uh, and, of course, that was mainly due to the shorter DRS zones they're going to be featuring uh, in Azerbaijan. Of course, they were reduced by 100 metres. Miami saw very little overtaking last year, and they're planning to make both DRS zones 75 metres shorter. Right, interesting. I didn't actually know that. But, yeah, the race last year was... It was just a bit weird, wasn't it? It was like, we could all tell the track is not exactly set up wheel-to-wheel -wheel racing just because of the nature of it like you've got all the fast flowing corners which are quite hard to follow in sector one and then you have the the midsection is all really slow corners that kind of if cars were close together that really does split them up especially the really really slow chicane just before the long straight um and then the last sector is actually okay with two straights and a little technical bit between them but yeah it's it's not exactly built for racing this track i don't feel um which is kind of understandable given it's in a city uh, especially a city like miami um but i'm here to be surprised you never know last year it was an okay race we obviously had the little battle for the lead you had a few more things going on down the pack as well um so yeah we should wait and see though i'm slightly apprehensive that it'll be another 
Red Bull dominant show. Yeah, I don't think any of us are going to likely bet away from that. But, I mean, last year's race was really saved, wasn't it, by Pierre Gasly and Lando Norris are having quite a weird mm. incident. However, and I'm sure by saying this, it's not going to happen, there are thunderstorms predicted for Sunday. <laughs> I feel like Miami has got the weird potential to deliver an absolute banger of a race, uh, but it's just going to take a long time. Well, especially in the wet. If it rains, I'm fully there for it. I think Miami is going to be race of the season if it's wet. So You're going out on a limb and saying if Miami's wet, it's going to be race of the season. Definitely, yeah. You're just trying to fuel the shorts content, aren't you? (laughs) Every week, you just sling me a little fiver. I'll say something ridiculous for the short. There you go. (laughs) Fair enough, fair enough. That's why I bring you on the podcast anyway, mate. Just to say something ridiculous. Nico Hulkenberg, top 10 driver. Whatever next. He's top 10 Um, in the championship. What are you talking about? Yeah, but still, good car. Good car. Uh, I mean, looking though, like we said, of course, towards Miami, uh, the big talk as well, going back to Red Bull, is apparently Azerbaijan didn't show off their car's strengths particularly, uh, and they should be more dominant here. That scares me. That's concerning. I don't know who said that, but uh, yeah, my uh, Baku was... I mean, they won by 20 seconds to the next car, and I heard Toto Wolf say he thought they were actually pushing like he was he was more optimistic that realistically they're half a second a lap off in race pace because you had 40 laps and they ended up 20 seconds ahead and they obviously max and Checo were racing each other the whole time so they were actually pushing quite hard so the half second a lap on race pace doesn't sound like insurmountable but if that's not if that's not reflective of their true pace then that's a worry for the likes of mercedes for red bull Mercedes, Ferrari, and Aston Martin. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I can understand why you got Aston Martin and Red Bull there muddled up, but yeah, yeah. Interesting, isn't it? I think it's going to be a very, very telling weekend in uh, in Miami. You know, I mean, looking back, actually, funnily enough, I remember this week, last year's Miami Grand Prix, Jamie. Do you remember Mercedes were actually quickest throughout free practice? I didn't remember that actually. They were, they were, yeah. They were behind Bottas most of the race in the Alfa Romeo. They did spend most of the race <laughs> there behind Valtteri Bottas, yes, but they were quickest in free practice there. So never ever trust Friday practice times. Uh, I know we've said this as well before, Jamie, uh, that we quite like getting up for a couple of early morning races. Is Sunday night racing a vibe? I want to ask you as a personal <laughs> question. Personal question. That's a very personal question. Well, it means I can watch it. Which is nice. That's more That's than most true. races these days. <laughs> watch so, it live. Yeah, watch it live. So I'm I'm happy. I, I'm okay with it. I think the Baku timing at twelve PM UK was a bit weird. It just it was kinda like neither here nor there. So yeah, I kind of like I mean, if I didn't work on a Sunday I feel like my favourite would be two PM. But uh <laughs> yeah. I I like the early morning. I like the the Japans, the Australias where you get up at 6am and and get bored for two hours and i also like the the late the late races i think i prefer the the like i don't know the exclusivity of getting up early for a race because it feels like i'm i'm not part of the uh the crowd who watched the whole race fair enough fair enough so you're suggesting then that you should probably move to america so most races you can get up early for uh I wouldn't like it every week. <laughs> no, no, it's a fair point. It's a fair point. Uh, I mean, other news to go through. It's been a very, very slow news week, as you can probably tell by listening. Uh, Mercedes, Jamie, have said, though, that they do intend on re-signing Lewis Hamilton, probably trying to squash the Charles Leclerc rumours. Uh, but still, there's probably a big belief, isn't there, that Charles will take over from Lewis 
uh, but it's going to be Lewis's call. Yeah, yeah, I think we said this on the podcast previous few weeks. I think Mercedes are definitely interested in Leclerc, but they're not interested enough to tell Lewis to leave. So no. I think it's a bit like what we saw with Aston Martin last season, where like they, they were trying to re-sign Seb, but they had a backup plan than Alonso um, when Seb decided what he decided. So I think that's similar for Mercedes. They've they've obviously got, uh, yeah, they've got their contingency if Hamilton does call it a day. But that driver lineup of Russell and Leclerc would be fiery. I feel. I mean, on a Saturday, <laughs> it would be incredible on, a Saturday, on a Saturday. Nothing's coming close. Uh, Sunday, you might hmm. struggle. <laughs> I feel like Max Verstappen might have something to say about that. <laughs> He's not a qualifier in my mind. How many poles has he got? 20 not many. So? A 20? For a two-time world champion? That's awful. Get in the bin, mate. Yeah, it's about 20 or 22, in it? Something Max around Verstappen there. Max Verstappen pole positions. Uh, yeah, I, I can't find out. That was an <laughs> anti-climax. Oh, 22. Can't you just go on his... There you go. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, 22. <laughs> I was right. Um, yeah, no, George and Charles would be spicy on a Saturday, but I can't help but wonder just how poor on a Sunday uh, in comparison to that, <laughs> unless, of course, they've got a car that can just sit at the front again. Or just in um, a wall, potentially, on a Sunday as well. Yeah, that's also true. Uh, I'm going to play devil's advocate here for a moment with what you said about Fernando and Seb. Was Seb allowed to stay on, Jamie? Or was he yeah. kind of forced out of that team? You know, I a, think... a Ramco sponsorship... Sebastian Vettel, of course, you know, flying his own flag. No, I think they were very clear. Mike Crack basically said, we tried to get Vettel. He chose to retire, so we got set. We got Alonso instead. Even so, though we spent most of last year saying, given the choice out of the two, Alonso every well, day. Yeah, but Aston Martin are a team with credibility and loyalty, so they probably didn't want to just... They've been around for two years, and half the drivers are their kid. <laughs> but like the the team has been around for a long time, and they've always been quite nice, apart from when they sacked Ocon for Stroll. But I think there's there's two different eras to this team that you're discussing. <laughs> You've got the Force India and before, and the Racing Point and after. Yeah, true. that's the truth. It's true. But, uh, uh, speaking of Seb, though, Jamie. He's going to be driving some old Formula 1 cars, which I'm quite looking forward to. Yeah, should be fun. One of them he actually owns, doesn't he? The Mansell. Both Williams. of them. Does he own both of them? They're both from wow. his personal collection. He's a rich Seb's, man. Seb's a Formula 1 collector. I'm sure he is. <laughs> yeah, so you've got the, the 92 Williams uh, FW14B with active suspension, gifting Mansell his only world championship. and <laughs> The most dominant title of all time. Yeah, yeah. And Senna's mp4 slash 8 which i've just read out off the notes and i have no idea what car that is 1993 it was the last of senna's mclarens well there we go do do we know where he's driving them silverstone uh no goodwood goodwood interesting you you really did not know anything i did not know anything about this (laughs) no so you maybe want to add anything more to that i think you know he's gonna be trying driving them on sustainable fuel as well, which I think is really That's good. Cool. I'm still a strong believer in sustainable fuel is the future yeah. of Formula One and cars in general, because of course you can put sustainable fuel in any car you've already got, uh, and that means in my mind we're going to get V10s back in Formula One. <laughs> well, there's no way they're going full electric, is there? Unless they want to kill Formula E, which would be quite funny. Right, like it might be the way they have to go. We just don't know yet. Yeah, we just don't know. Uh, predictions, Jamie? We're, we're really struggling oh. for stuff to talk about Do this week. Do you want to do a quiz first? 
we can do the quiz first if you like. That might right. that might give me five minutes of pain. Nice. So as we know, in the UK this weekend is the coronation of King Charles the Third, and in Formula One we have our own Charles, Charles Leclerc, of course. <laughs> that is an awful segue, but go so, on. So you have to name me every venue that Charles Leclerc has got a pole position at, and. Yeah, there's 13 venues, and you're going to have 90 seconds, but I've not got my timer up, so you're going to have... A few seconds nine, to think. Yeah, a few seconds to think, and you're going to have 90 seconds starting now. Bahrain, Australia, Imola, um, La Castellet, Miami... Um, why am I suddenly blanking on last year's calendar? I play it on F1 all the time. Monaco. All good so far. Uh, Spain, Barcelona. Yeah. Um, not, I don't know if you didn't actually get Imola, but go ahead, carry on. Baku. Mm-hmm. Um, Austria, Red Bull Ring. Yeah. Uh, Silverstone? No. No. A Hungaro Ring? No. No. I don't think so. Uh, Spa, yep. Singapore, Monza, yep. Yep. Um, Mexico, Kota, yep. Yep. not Kota, Japan, no, um, Abu Dhabi, no, no, surely I'm not. not, Brazil, no, uh, <laughs> trying to I think, think you've of other tracks you've raced at. I'm trying to think of other tracks he's raced at. Uh, I've said La Castellet, didn't I? Yeah. Yep. Uh, hung- no, I've said Hungary. Uh, Russia, Sochi. Seven seconds. Yep, Sochi's one. Yeah, that's- I'll, I'll take I'm, 11 out of 13. I'm not sure if it was 11. It might have been 12. So, you said- Did you say Australia? I did say Australia. You said Bahrain? I said Bahrain. I don't think you said Miami, which is funny. I did say Miami. Oh, you did? Maybe you got the ball then. I said Miami, definitely. Okay, okay. Just like I said Hakkinen last week. Yeah. Uh, no, I think you got all of them. Yes! There you go. 13 you out of 13. You completed a quiz for Thank the first you. time in about I will take 100 that. episodes. I mean, I basically just went through last year's calendar and yeah. then remembered Sochi. <laughs> and then remember 2019 happened with a cheating engine that spicy engine yeah. yeah madness madness i love how people still get upset about that spicy engine absolute oh, yeah. scenes yeah people people love to worry about that but jamie i mean this might be the shortest podcast we've ever done and uh, there is really not it a lot to be. discuss this week before we go to miami what is i mean what's the scores on the doors currently did you update the scores uh, i did yeah yeah so 14 currently for jamie 10 to myself Yes. What are our predictions for the Miami Grand Prix? We don't have to make like 18 predictions this week. It's just pole top three again. Yeah. Well, of course, this is a street track. Uh, kind of. Which, which means I'm going to put Verstappen on pole and Verstappen on the race win. And Fair enough. Then, <laughs> and then I will be extremely boring. Will I? No, I won't. I'll go... Hmm... I go Alonso second place and Leclerc P3. 
I think Perez okay. will have, if Perez is having an issue in qualifying or he's having an issue at the start of the race. Okay, interesting then. Have some points uh, on you. There you go. Thank you. I'm going to say, I mean, I'm going to be boring as well. Verstappen pole, Verstappen win. Uh, Checo P2. Uh, but I am going to go, I'm going to be really boring. Charles Leclerc P3. <laughs> I'm going to be so boring, it's beyond belief. Do we know the tyres that they've got in Miami? I think okay. it's C2, 3 and 4. Okay. I think. That should be okay. The tyres last year were pretty dead when it was one stop race. It was, yeah, pretty pretty boring. Uh, but, but I think, yeah, this year it's meant to be a bit better. Um, quickly as well, actually, Jamie, before we finish off, did you see there was a video on YouTube, uh, a comparison between Max's and Charles' qualifying laps in Baku? I have not seen that. Well worth a watch. It's honestly staggering how much more confident Charles Leclerc is on the brakes. I guess he's going slower. He is also going slower, don't get me wrong. But he's going into corners, braking a lot later than Max, and carrying more speed through. It's insane. Mm. It just goes to show... Uh, the, how on it Charles Leclerc was on those qualifying yeah. laps and how he made the difference, not the car. Yeah, and Leclerc's always been a good qualifier, especially exactly. at Baku. So, Leclerc, I think, is more of a Mr. Saturday than George Russell, to be honest. Yeah, if I had to pick one driver to give me a lap in Q3, I would definitely pick Leclerc. Well, I'd go Senna, but still. Well, I th- of the current grid. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. I, I yeah. suppose I'll allow it. Also a home race for Logan Sargent. Which we did it is, time. yeah. Logan Sargent, first of three home Grand Prix this but year. It's a, I'm... a real home race because it's in. Is it in Florida? I don't yeah, know. Yeah, it is. About America. I'm okay, pretty good. certain he's born in Miami. Or he oh, was wow. born near Miami. There you go. So, but... Logan Sargent, home Grand Prix. We wish him good luck. He'll be on the show next week telling us how it was. He'll be looking uh, from... to score his first points in Formula One, which won't happen. but Probably not. You never know if it does rain. <laughs> gotta, gotta, gotta leave that bit of suspense, Jamie. Yeah, you know, it if it rain. rains. Get Logan Sargent is going to be a wet weather merchant. <laughs> I think, though, this is genuinely going to be the shortest podcast we've ever done. Uh, we probably should have just strapped this on to the end of Baku last yeah, week. But Although we if we'd done that, there would have been something crazy. So, yeah. you know, that's that's just the way the cookie crumbles in the world of Formula 1. Uh, thank you all so much for listening, as always. If you have enjoyed, please do make sure you leave a like, get yourself followed, subscribe, give us a five-star rating if you're on any of your various podcasting platforms as well. And we will be back next Tuesday, then, uh, to discuss the events of the craziest race <laughs> of F123, the Miami Grand Prix. <laughs>